This episode podcast is brought to you by that weird trend I'm seeing lately where people just count down sexually. Ten. I'm actually into that. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. The only podcast that took one episode and then broke it down into an entire season. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for part two. All right. Uh, We are here today to talk about the opposite of what we did a couple of weeks ago, which is what movies do we feel like could become TV shows? Mm-hmm. Or well, would be better as a TV show. Exactly. Because the the big thing that you lose with a movie is you you lose that period of time where you can really develop yeah. a story slash like characters. Room to breathe. Yeah, that's like, my that's what I put a lot in for my choices. Yeah, and and not to say like there are plenty of movies out there that plenty. like plenty that do a really good job of like giving you substance and like characters mm-hmm. and like environments and and feelings from everything contained into like a 90 minute, 2 hour whatever film. Yeah. However, there are plenty more out there that need something more, need more time. Could just use a break. <laughs> exactly. Just so in that way you can really flush out everything. Yep. So, with that being said, I don't know if you want to start off first. I ha- I only have five. I don't have a, any honorable mentions this Yeah, week. I only have a few. Um, I have, a, like, a brief one, which I think can, I can talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Tower by Stephen King. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the fact that that, that book series is like a magnum opus. Like, it's Stephen King's, like, longest, biggest work. It's yeah. like, here's all these interconnecting characters and plots, and it's like, that fucking movie is horse shit. <laughs> It's yeah. so bad, and like the fact that it's confusing, and they just basically throw you in there. It's like, here's what's going on, um, and yeah, and you have like so fucking many cool, like you have Idris Elba in it, you have Matthew yeah. McConaughey, you got some good people in that. Yeah, you got decent people. Like if you could cast them for an entire season. Yeah, I mean, and just give it the chance to actually be a couple seasons where it's like fleshing out this long story rather mm-hmm. than it just being a mess of a random movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Briefly, because I haven't read all the Dark Towers. I only read, like, one of them. Yeah, I have a buddy of mine that, like, read them, and, and he went to go see the movie. I didn't see it. Like, yeah. I, I assumed that it was just going to be bad. It's bad. Um, But, yeah, he read the books, and he was quite pissed off Yep, when he went to go see the movie. Yeah, that's one of those disappointing ones mm-hmm. that I think if it was just able to flesh itself out a little bit more, it'd be way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my first one, starting out strong, um, Justice League by Zack Snyder. Yeah. I feel like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like we got a hint of it with like the Snyder cut of being like four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch that one. You no, didn't. I didn't. I thought you did. No, I didn't want. It. Oh, I don't no? have that time. Oh, okay. I don't care that much about the fact that it's like a couple new scenes and like they brought up the resolutions. So mm-hmm. It doesn't look so gray and shitty. <laughs> I, I heard it makes the movie better. I hear it makes it movie like better by like a margin. Yeah, like, like it went from like a six to a seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like it, it just is enough, and that's why it's like DC has never been the best when it comes to live action movies. Live we, action movies that are part of a franchise. Correct. Like we we know at this day and age, like Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Disney, they control the superhero like movie franchises. Yeah. Like they got it down to a science and like while all of them aren't great, like 
majority of them make complete and utter sense. But they're not trash. Yes, they're not <laughs> like trash. Like most DC movies. Most DC movies are trash. Yep. And that's saying something because their animated movies are fucking great. Yeah. Like, every animated movie I've ever watched of, like, DC, fucking awesome. And like I told you, too, like, one of the comments that I saw where it's like, how is it that a, a film studio is able to do the death of Superman, Flashpoint, mm-hmm. and Doomsday, and fuck it all up? Yeah. <laughs> it's, and Especially that's what too, when you have, like, the fucking script right then there in fucking yep. comic book form. Mm-hmm. Like, just literally translate it, and then boom, you got yourself, you have everything right there. Yeah. You don't need to write anything. Um, so I think going that route of like for us like as kids with Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. which stuck with yeah. us, like one of the best, even the the original Justice League animated show too. Yeah, it's still great. But Unlimited was way better. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just gave us time to like breathe with the characters and like get to know little side stories of like what... What like why Flash and Aquaman might be really cool with each other? Yeah, like the hatred that Batman might have for something. Like you, you can flush these things out in episodes and also like, make them feel like a team. Yeah, because that's like, the biggest thing that I never got from the Justice League movie, where it's like they're all kind of shoehorned together, mm-hmm. but it didn't have enough room to feel like no, they're a team. They're going to work together. They're established. It's like. Which I feel like a show could be able to work through a lot of the nuances of like, well, they're not getting along, and this is happening, but we have to come together, and it's like, but yeah, make that a show. Yeah. Give it some time. Give it some room to breathe. Breathe and room. I'm at it. You're up next. Oh, boy. Um, so my next one is Solo. Yeah, I I think that would have worked I, out a lot better. I wish it kind of got the Mandalorian treatment. Yeah. I wish it was more of like, here's Han Solo and Chewbacca in the earlier days. And they're going around doing side quests. Which is also funny because, like, in the the TV shows should have been movies, we mentioned Obi-Wan. Yeah. So it's, like, coming full circle here of just, like... I know, I was thinking about that. Had you just flopped them, I think we would have been happier. Yeah, but I would have liked this more as not so much of, like, here's his origin, this is what's going on. But, mm-hmm. like, why not just have young Han Solo flying around, getting into trouble? Yeah. Talking his way, blastering his way out of situations. Mm-hmm. Like, th- I think that would be cool. Because I do, like, thinking about that movie more, too. I do like the guy that was Han Solo. I think he did a good job. It wasn't bad. I mean, Yeah, the- he channeled some good at Harrison Ford energy. But The th- best part about that movie was uh, Darth Maul, like, cameo, and then also Donald Glover as Lando. Yeah, that's what I would also like, too. It's, like, more of, you know, like, more Donald Glover, please. <laughs> but it's, like, I wish it was more of, like, how it is with... Uh, like the Mandalorian, where it's like, oh, well, we can go back to him, and he'll have, like, quests for us. Mm-hmm. But, like, here's them just going throughout the Star Wars galaxy, just getting into trouble. I think that would be much more efficient, and I think it would be a lot more entertaining to just have, like, here's this little thing that they got into, and then here's the next episode. It's completely different, completely random. Yeah, because then you, you don't have to have, like, you can maybe have, like, one to two episodes, like, the the... Season finale and the episode before it correlate, but you can have just kind of like random episodes of things happening, right? And then have it work. So yeah. that's that's my one. All right, uh, my next one. <gasps> okay, okay. Oh you man, okay? you okay there, buddy? Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, that fucking that 
that uh, sponsorship really gets you in the beginning there? <laughs> it works for me. Five. Man. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, it, is, is it like counting down to when you can come? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a J-O-I. It's a jerk-off instruction. Gotcha. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, um, anyways. You know. <laughs> anyways. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyway. My next one. Um, 1984's Dune. Yeah, that movie needs some room. <laughs> uh, yeah, it needs a lot of room to breathe. But yeah, if that got like the Twin Peaks treatment, yes, of, like, 100%. 20 episodes and, and of just even, Dune. Yeah, and that's not even to say just because like fucking Kyle MacLachlan is your main character and then also it's done by David Lynch. Yeah. But like, especially too, like, I don't I don't know like a full extent of like the Dune lore. I know our... Bu- it's fucking a lot. Yeah, I, I think you looked it up. Donovan, our buddy, like... Mm-hmm. Got like super fucking into it. I read the first book. And yeah, then, but there's like eight. Yeah, and then when I realized there was all these other books after reading that one, where I was like, "Fuck, this is dense and yeah. that's not that good." Yeah, because you, was... you that book was thick. It's fucking and it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. mostly just people talking. Yeah, and it's like, oh come on. So yeah, like the fact that it's the movie and it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like it's so much at once and it's goofy as fuck. It's like it's hard to it's hard to actually absorb. Yeah, because I think like again, like you said, like if it got like a, a Twin Peaks like kind of send off of doing like a season or two, mm-hmm. I think you could really flush it out, especially with the fact that like in 1984, like you had a majority of the books out there. You had like yeah. all this lore. You had all the shit that you could like pump into it. Much kind of like how Game of Thrones was, where it's like, you have all this lore from George R.R. R. Martin, yep. like, already established, like, let's just follow it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, giving that room to breathe, I think, like, actually flushing things out, because it feels, like, way too quick, like, when we get to the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything with Arrakis is, like, boom, 20 minutes. And, well, yeah. and the movie itself is only two hours and 17 minutes long. Well, because you're condensing, like, a thousand-page book into two hours. Yeah, like, I, I could see, like, if this was, like, a three-hour-long movie, it's like, okay, you have yeah. a little bit of time to breathe. Or, like, how it is now, where it's, like, yeah, d- splitting it into two, yes. like, three-hour-long movies. Denis Villeneuve, like, did a very good job of, like, making separate films Mm -hmm. for this new version of it where it's like they are three hours long yes but like splitting it into like three four movies gives this time to breathe and gives like you able to like flush things out Mm -hmm. but i just think like before we had gotten that like had we gotten a tv show i think that would have like really helped out like the dune franchise yeah all right go ahead next one yep i feel like this is gonna be an unpopular opinion Specifically for you. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the it was like the first thing I thought of mm-hmm. when we picked this topic. Mm-hmm. Watchmen. Um, the only reason that I didn't pick Watchmen was because there was already a TV show of Watchmen, and but I know it's it, it's separate. I, yeah. I know it's separate, but um, it it takes place like what, like ten years afterwards, twenty years no, afterwards. It, yeah, it's a long time. I think it's like twenty, thirty years after. Yeah, the like movie. I, I, it's still in the same universe, so I, I didn't pick it just because the I show's was good like, though. <laughs> yeah, I, st- I do want to check it out, but um. Yeah, I, I, especially after reading the graphic novel. That's my biggest point, too, because it's like... And, of course, there's the different versions of the movie where mm-hmm. you could watch the four-hour one that has, like, uh, the captain sub-story in it. Which is cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because I think th- there's a lot of good things about the Watchmen movie in terms of, like, casting and acting mm-hmm. and, like, general feel for it. I think because it's the graphic novel and it's, like, Alan Moore's biggest, most complicated piece... Mm-hmm. 
there's so many like nuances or like things that go on in that world that are either completely rushed through or overlooked in the movie. And I feel like if it was a show, it could be a really good chance to be able to get more into like the world or being able to bring more things together and like giving it the chance to act. Cause that movie is like, it's the biggest version of it is like three hours and 50 minutes. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to sit there and just be like, oh, okay, wow, all right, this is happening, and then this scene happens, and it's like, you, you're like exhausted by the end of it. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I don't know. In my opinion, because like I've I've seen Watchmen like a couple of times now, mm-hmm. and like I've I've read the graphic novel and then watched the movie, and I feel like it the the film does a really good job of encapsulating like everything. Yeah, I I think that. And that's part of the reason why, too, because it came across my mind of, like, oh, putting in Watchmen. But it's, like, I really enjoyed Watchmen for, like, what it was able to, like, do in the film yeah. format. I just think for myself, like, the way – because I do enjoy the movie. I think mm-hmm. it's a very good movie. It's, like, the same thing as V for Vendetta. Yeah. Like, like uh, Alan Moore, like, did V for Vendetta, but, like, the movie is also – kind of like shot for shot the graphic novel right but it's still in that same kind of vein of like there's a lot of the graphic novels so there's a lot to get through and there's a lot of like comic book dialogue yes <laughs> that when they translate it into the movie it's like okay <laughs> like it's a little hooky and mm-hmm. it's also a little like come on with it yeah <laughs> so i think there's a lot of things too that could be and also too like i think about like the Minutemen and how that's a big part of like yeah. in the graphic novel that i wish that like they brought in more too because it's it's a tragic story and I like the fact that it kind of fits into like theme. Um, so yeah, if that was a TV show, I think it would be way better. Yeah, way I, way way better. I I, I get that. Um, my next one, uh, which is kind of in the same vein as it, but um, Sin City. I think. Now hear me out. Y- yes. Okay, I'm gonna hear you out. Hear me out. So. I really enjoy Sin City, like the first movie. The I th- first I movie's fantastic. I think the first movie's fantastic. I think fucking Dame to Kill 4, the second one, is horse shit. Except for the Dame to Kill 4 yeah, story, which exactly. is pretty good. And that's and that's where my thing is, is because, like, it, it was cool that, like, you know, you had uh, Frank Miller, like, work on the movie, who yeah. did the, the comics for it. However, there are eight stories in the actual comic, like, eight different over um, five volumes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not do a different volume a season, or like, yeah. or like do well, Hell and Back could be its own season, hundred percent. And especially too, what they were talking about that, where it's like that was going to be like the third movie, and it was have Johnny Depp. Yeah. But then Dame to Kill Four fucking sucked. Yeah. And, and then that <laughs> ruined all the yeah, plans. It fucked up everything <laughs> yep. for everyone. But yeah, Hell and Back could totally be its own season, hundred percent. Like I, I think like, yeah, like you could combine like certain things like. A Dame to Kill for, mm-hmm. and then the one beforehand that like bleeds into it. Uh, the um, one with the Valkyries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Clive Owen's character, mm-hmm. Dwight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that can all like just kind of bleed into each other. Yep. Um, you could have a season or a couple of episodes of just Marv. Yep. Like really flush out. like Or the, the Yellow Man. Like that's... Yeah. Like you you could really flush out the, the characters and like the, um, the stories themselves. Because not... Yeah. Like... There's also some good side stories in, like, I think it's, uh, which one? I think it's, like, volume three, which is, like, I forget the fucking name of it. It's, like, Dame Bullets and something else, where it's, like, just short stories. Yes, I really like that one. Yeah, like, that in itself, too, could be, like, a couple episodes of, like, here's just a short story, and it's in this city, it's shot in the same way. Like, yeah, I could totally get what you're talking about. I think Family Values, was it? 
No, that's the one with um, the yellow man. No, there, there's one just of the yellow bastard. Oh, then I have no idea what the family values uh, was. The big fat kill? No, that's the... That's the one with Marv. Marv. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't um, fucking know. I haven't read yeah. it in a while. Anyways, um, yeah, like <laughs> I, th- I think just like giving it like a little bit more room to breathe, I think would be beneficial for it. Yep. Um, or just to be able to expand on it more. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, because nothing felt like like overly rushed, but you could feel like you know condensing like three stories into one. Yeah, definitely played on the runtime of two and a half hours. Or you could have kept in the fucking three hundred. Yeah. Uh, part where it's like when then they're talking about Marv and he's like he could have been a fucking Spartan. Yeah. And it cuts to like parts of three hundred and I'm like yeah that's great yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> um, cool yeah that's a good one. All right so my number one my last one, um, very very dear to me, uh, World War Z. Yeah. That movie fucking blows. I was thinking it about sucks. that. It sucks. I know like the only thing that I was like I don't want to mention it is because. Around the time of World War Z was when we were also getting, like, way too many zombie TV shows. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, World War Z is, like, such a generic zombie movie. It is so, like, by the book. Yeah, the only like, thing that it had going for it was, like, the fucking zombies, like, crawling on each other to, yeah, like, like, almost grab the up. helicopter. Yeah, that stuff is alright, but it's yeah. like, man, it is so fucking generic. And Brad my Pitt re- wore too many scarves in that movie. Yeah, and his stupid, like, magazine armor that he wears at the end. Yeah. And then the fact that it's like, well, if you have a disease, then yeah. you're safe. If you have AIDS, <laughs> then you can't be bitten by zombies. And it's like, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah, no. My biggest reasoning in the why that I bring this up so much, too, is because one of my favorite books of all time is, is World War Z. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's just the interviews of, like, yeah, people surviving. I it. fucking love mm-hmm. so many parts of World War Z with that, where it's, like, the interviews of, like... They interviewed at the beginning of the book, like doctors, and they're talking about like the earlier signs of it, and like how like this Chinese doctor was treating it, and then like people started to get more sick, and it's mm-hmm. like then going more into like the middle parts of it of like, well, the military showed up, but they were just blowing them to bits and shooting them, and that wasn't fucking doing anything. So yeah. they had to create like fire guns to like burn them. You mean flamethrowers? No, like specifically guns. Oh, like guns that shoot fire. Pretty much. Okay, cool. <laughs> um. And then there's even two, like, I can think of, like, episodes that would just be small little moments, because there's, like, there's so many good chapters in that book that are just, like, have nothing to really do with the overall, like, how the zombie infection affected the world. Mm -hmm. It's more just, like, these moments. Like, I think about, like, one that I really love, where it's, like, Australian astronauts, and they get stuck in, like, a space station, Mm -hmm. and they have, like, a super high-end camera, so they're just watching the world. They're just seeing how things are going out. Uh, there's the the one that I always think about too, which is the fucking celebrity compound, uh-huh. where it's like all these rich celebrities get together and they make this super fortress, mm-hmm. but they're like streaming it, <laughs> and okay. then what For happens to, to the people, the people that are still okay out there? Because World War Z, it's like it's not like the whole world collapsed. Yeah, it's, it's more like the early fact... stages of like zombie right. apocalypse, and it's like how they're able to actually maintain it and work through it. But I love the the celebrity one because there's a point where they look outside and it's like, oh my God, the zombies are approaching. And it's literally just the fans of people that are seeing the live stream. And they're like, let us in. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and they bring the whole place down. Like stuff like that, mm-hmm. I feel like would be so much better as a show. Yeah. Because you can actually give it for what it is rather than just making it generic. Yeah, what we got, which right. is just another zombie movie 
in the time frame where it's like it was Walking Dead this yeah. and fucking Z Nation that. But imagine how cool that would be of like having like multiple different languages and multiple different cultures and like different actors and it's like they're all like interviewing of like here's what happened with the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. and like talking about it and then like cutting to it as if it was like a documentary yeah. that'd be fucking awesome that'd be yeah. such good television i i like that one yeah. um you, are you done or are you yeah that was all i got I oh mean, you only had four i honorable mention i don't know the hobbit because it sucks um and i don't know i don't want to fucking fucking uh duh duh gone with the wind because it's too long oh my god it's so fucking long (laughs) make it one hour episodes all right um well then i i guess like in that sense like i'll uh, one of my picks i'll just do as an honorable mention um which was pan's labyrinth Um, okay Eh, i really like that movie i really like that movie too it works as a movie Uh, yeah i think like it i I think we could have just like gotten a little bit more of um the main girl i forgot her name like when when she's going yeah. through like the trials yeah. um we could have had like a few episodes of that yeah. maybe if it tied into uh fuck what's that movie that i like crimson peak no the one with the kids in the, in the orphanage from Del oh devil's backbone devil's backbone yeah because oh, right. you know how like the yes. kids are yeah, yeah, yeah. they become the militia soldiers yes. in uh pan's labyrinth yeah yeah, and, and then, then they'll then, fucking die. And, and they were the kids of the the people in Kronos. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you ever watch that movie? No, that movie seems bizarre. It I'm is. Okay. It is. He, it's a vampire movie, but like from a beetle. <laughs> yeah, sure. And Ron Perlman speaks like very broken Spanish in it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways, my last pick then. Uh, 2011's by Xavier Jen's The Divide. Yeah, you and me. I we, really like that. We movie. love the divide. It's, it's it's pretty good. I I really like the divide, but I think we we definitely in in the world of like all these like very specific like TV shows, mm-hmm. we don't really have any good like apocalypse ones or like that because it's yeah. more of just them in a bunker exactly. going crazy. <laughs> exactly, and you can draw out the crazy in it. Yeah, like you can really like hone in and like make it where it's like. You know, shit feels real mm-hmm. by the by the season finale, and then if you get picked up for a second season, guess what? Do a different place, do yeah. a different set of people that maybe survived a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Like then you have like a little bit more like room to breathe with it. And again, not to say like I I really like the divide. I think yeah, that was, I think it was a stellar movie. Um, I remember when Frank and I did it, he hated it, <laughs> but then he was talking about like how like every fucking like review is like positive about it yeah because it's really good people like this movie i always Um, think about the peaches the guy that's like feeding the other guy peaches yeah that seems weird yeah there's a lot of like towards the end there's a lot of weird stuff like that one guy that like shaves his head and starts wearing the dress yep Mm -hmm. um then the ending i really like the ending yeah the ending's really cool of that Mm -hmm. where it's like she gets out and just kind of like walks around and sees like everything's fucked yep which would also work really well as the ending to a series exactly Mm -hmm. or a season finale of a cliffhanger yeah bada boom bada bing bam put it in the oven make it spicy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah the divide Um, cool yeah i love that movie mm -hmm. and that's our picks yeah a little bit shorter but um you know it, that I guess that goes to say where it's I like I struggle with this man. I really? was like sitting there being like, "What movie?" I I like Watchmen and World War Z came to mind right away, and then after that, I was like, "Fuck, I don't know." <laughs> well, I really didn't want to do ones that were like just specifically like comic book based. Like I, I know, that I, I was the other thing. I think that's super easy to just be like, yeah. "Yeah, make it a show." 
Um, that's why I didn't say any because I was like, that was where my brain went. Where I was like, all these shitty movies, just make them TV. Yeah, <laughs> for me it was work. For me it was really just like yesterday. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot to like think about this. <laughs> and then, and, I was, and then did all of them. I was talking to a, one of my clients at like four fifteen, mm-hmm. and I leave my job at four thirty, and it's like the thought went in my mind. I was like, "Fuck, I didn't look up any movies." Yeah. <laughs> so I literally did it like as I was booping before we recorded. Yeah, I was like a uh, fucking like on my way back from the gym, and I was driving, and I was like, "Fuck, I can't use my phone right now, but I gotta write down Dune. <laughs> Dune's definitely gotta be on there." Yeah. And then I forgot, and then this morning I was like, "Fuck, Dune, Dune." Um. So yeah. Uh. So that's our picks. Um, recommendation. Um, I I think I've recommended them before. I don't think so. It was definitely on like the old podcast though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to uh in our local area of the Hudson Valley, uh, Millennium Tattoo. Yeah. Um, one I've been going there for years, and like all the artists are like super super cool, like very easy to work with. Um, pricing is very good. Most of my body is done by mm-hmm. them for tattoos. Um, and then just recently, like, uh, Melissa, the piercer there, um, pierced my nose and I have not gotten a piercing in actually 12 years. Yeah. Um, I always said that, you know, I just really wanted my lip ring and like, if I was ever going to do a piercing again, I would do my nose, but like, I just fucking hate getting pierced because you don't know, cause you don't have anything. Nope. Little virgin I'm boy. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like. It's it's just very annoying compared to like tattoos for like the healing process. Mm-hmm. Um, so very very like easy. Like I went in on a Saturday. I was not expecting like to get it done that day just to make yeah. an appointment. She was like, "Oh yeah, come back in like an hour or two. Um, so nice. yeah, a uh, little nervous because again I haven't gotten anything to, like piercing wise done in like that long. Um, made it super easy, super comfortable. Uh, literally took like five minutes did not hurt really nice now i have a new thing so you know i just want to give a shout out to millennium tattoo they've been good to me for years so little little helpful payback i guess get some ink if you're in this area yeah exactly down by the waterfront get pierced up yeah um what are we doing next mac you must you you must be wondering i am nervous (laughs) yeah you're always nervous by my picks for some reason i'm just you're gonna say sleepaway camp one time I'm going to fucking jump across the table and punch you. <laughs> <laughs> no, eventually we'll do it, though. I fucking hate you. Um, however, there is a movie that I am very interested in that, like, I've seen a couple of things on, and it's a little bit newer, um, called The Artifice Girl. I know... I have no idea what that is. There, the I, I could be wrong. Like, we'll watch it and maybe find out. But, like, from what I've gathered, the, the synopsis of it is that in the future, there is AI technology to determine who is, like, um, like pedophile, rapist, like, murderer, criminal, okay. in, a, in a sense. Um, however, it starts to misidentify people. Okay. Um, and that's all I really know about it, so. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Artifice Girl, next mm. episode. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening now, Matt. Roll the credits.